Heavenly Father, we are here together in the name of Lord Jesus Christ in the first day of the week, Lord. Lord, speak to us today so that we may understand your words, Lord. So we may be able to follow your words, obeying your words, Lord, and following the light is our path, Lord. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, let me read the book of Isaiah, chapter 53. It's related to today's sermon, okay? It's related to um, Jesus Christ. 700 years ago, before Jesus Christ you know, came to the world, okay? Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground, he hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with the stripes we are healed. All we like a ship have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him our iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a ship before her, she assures is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief, when that 
shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressions, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressions. Transgressors. Amen. All right. Today's main scripture, Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 16. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any abounds and mercies, fulfill your my joy, that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be alone through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look out every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others, who being in the form of God, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and because obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things to heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, 
But now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in your in your post to will and to do of his good pleasure to all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of the crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as light in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Amen. Okay. Yeah, the most mysterious thing that has ever appeared on the earth after Pentecost Day is that Christ is indwelling in all who receive Christ by the Holy Spirit. Apostle Paul testified of this mystery. He said, Wherefore, I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill in the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah, one Christ, how he can dwell in everyone. Who believe in him is not mystery, is it? How mysterious thing is this? And how we became mysterious man and woman if you are born again by the Holy Spirit through the Spirit of Christ? Isn't it the fact that Christ is in us? Is that God the Father is within us with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, they are one. Natural man, they are not even imagined. Not only did he create heaven and earth in the beginning, how can he be in us? That is the creator of heaven and earth in the beginning, but also made all things countless, all host, uh, hostesses in heaven, with his fingers, and made man in his own image and his likeness, making him a living soul in the body of man, made of the dust of ground. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. 
how he appeared in the form of man in the sinful world, leaving his father in heaven. We must deeply meditate how he had forsaken all the glory that he had with his father in the beginning, pulling on the form of servant, humili humiliating himself, and obeyed the father's word, even to the death of the cross. Jesus, the creator of God, had made such a great obedience to the Father, and we must never forget that the Father raised him so high so that all things in the heaven and the earth and under the earth may glorify him by confessing that Jesus is the Lord with their tongues. Through his obedience, the Father God has given him the title of Lord and Lords and King of Kings. is coming pretty soon. Likewise, he has opened the way to become a royal priesthood for all Christians when they obey God unto death with the mind of Christ. Apostle Peter testified of this great truth. He said, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, and you should shew forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, from darkened Dark the world unto, you know, marvelous light in heaven. You know that? Therefore, Apostle Paul commanded Christians in the name of God who received the mysterious and enormous blessing in Christ, who they were in Philippine, Philippian church. He also said, continue, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You know that God the Father dwells in you with Christ and Holy Spirit. Can you feel it? You acknowledge it? It's very important. If you are saved, God the Father and the Son and Holy Spirit must be dwelling in you. Why dwelling in you? To give His Word. Why he give a word for you to obey his word, behave yourselves in the world until he come. Yeah, the word walk out your own salvation does not mean to strive for salvation. It's not mean try to effort to be saved. No, it's not. But to act in accordance with the Father's will given to each one by the Father 
with each one of them. In other words, to not forget that in all who become Christians, the Father in heaven is within them as Christ was fully united with the Father and obeyed the Father unto death. We have to be united with the mind of Christ to obey God the Father unto death also. Yes. He asked us to die for him. We have to obey according to the will of God. In Christ's thought, he lived the life of complete obedience to the Father without any murmuring and disputing to be example for us. Prophet Isaiah prophesied in the Holy Spirit of this image of Christ, as I read in our book of Isaiah chapter 53. Now let me repeat some verses. He was oppressed, Jesus, okay? He was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her Shearers is dumb, so he opens not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. That's right. The Christian who live with the mind of Christ will live a life of rejoicing, praying, and thanksgiving for all circumstances under any persecution and mockery, not murmuring and disputing, not opening mouth at all. Apostle Paul told the saints to do the same thing. For them, as he had shown his life in the mind of Christ. The Apostle Paul was one sample who had done his ministry with the mind of Christ. He was afflicted, persecuted, you know, as Christ was. Even he obeyed God unto death in prison. He testified to the Corinthian saints about the life so much equivalent to the suffering of the cross that he had received for Christ. And because he lived that kind of life, all right, almost like Jesus Christ, this way he could ask the Christian to follow him. Sometimes he said, follow me. That means follow him is the way to follow Christ. Testifies is saying, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in death oft. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, stripes save one. Thrice, that three times, was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned, stoned, 
thrice, three times, I suffered shipwreck all night and the day I have been in the deeps. That means in a sea. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, and perils in the city, and perils in the wilderness, and perils in the sea, and perils among false brethren, in weariness, and painfulness, and watching often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. That was his life. I was following Christ Jesus with his mind. Also, Apostle Paul testified to the saints about two his co-workers who lived with the minds of Christ in their hearts. The first person is Timothy, his preacher son, a pastor who served with the gospel with Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul testified of Timothy. He said, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Yeah, same thing is happening, right? Almost the Christians take care of their own business. That business of Christ Jesus. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently, so soon as I shall see how it will go with me, but I trust in the Lord that I also myself shall come shortly. The second brother was a man who served the saints and also Apostle Paul to his wants without caring for himself. He talking about him. Yet I supposed it necessary to send to you if a fraudious my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier and your messenger and he that ministered to my wants. For he longed after you all and was full, full of heaviness because that you have heard that he had been sick. Maybe seriously sick, just like cancer probably. For indeed he was sick, nigh unto death. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but in me also. Lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow, sent him therefore the more carefully that when you see him, Again, you may rejoice, and that I may be the less, less sorrowful. Receive him, therefore, 
in the Lord with all gladness and hold such an reputation because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death. Now regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me. Yeah. Even these days, you know, very few persons, few Christians really follow Lord Jesus, not carrying their own business. All right? Yeah, it is very sorrowful. Very sorrowful. There are few people, you know, deny themselves, take, take up their cross and follow Jesus. That's right. They're sometimes involved in very serious sickness, very serious and financial burden, and so on. But finally, God gives them mercy. You know that? Our Father God is creator. Jesus said, if you like, win your life, you lose it, right? If you lose it, you will get it. You will have it. Yeah. It's the word of God. In these days, most number of Christians, just as these also, these days also, are caring only for their own affairs. But only a small number of them are carrying the servant of God with the mind of Christ. God will exalt them to receive the glory with Christ forevermore. Yeah, it is a matter of time before we stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It is the day of Christ. Do you want to be praised by people in present world, only taking care of your own business? Or you want to be rewarded? Rejoice in the day of Christ. That means when Jesus appeared in the air to call upon your name and saying, Come hither up to lead you to heaven. Even though you have many affliction and persecution, mockerings kind of things, it is your choice. God has given us free will. Free will. Our present life is, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 years only. But when Jesus comes back, he establishes kingdom for 1,000 years. After that, eternal, eternity. Which one you like? You want to be exalted by the Lord in eternity or in millennial kingdom or in this present world. That is your choice. God bless you all. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.